When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to the latest episode of Stanley on the North Bank. This is the Swansea City podcast from Wales Online. Uh, Matt Davis here and Andrew Gwillem as always um, to discuss um, all things Swansea City. Um, so two games, they come thick and th- fast. I mean, we can't keep up really. Um, QPR, uh, comfortable home win and a battling point at Wigan. Let's start with the game at home against uh, against the Hoops. Um, encouraging performance, Yeah. Oh, think, definitely, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, good and, some, get, and some goals. And some goals, yeah, <laughs> to break the goal uh, goal drought, really. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'd, I, you know, to be fair, I thought QPR were poor on the day, but at the same time, as the saying goes, you can only beat what's um, can only beat what's put in front of you. So I, I thought I thought Swansea were particularly good. Um, you know, really should have been out of sight by half time. Uh, you know, Cody Bicker just and got the opener, and then had two great chances where he could have had a, you know easily had a hat trick. So. Um, and they just a little bit of a wobble after half time, but I think once they got the second goal, you knew it was it was game over. So good to see, and I think the manner in which they played, as well as the final result, is you know was reminiscent of what we used to see from Swansea sides at the Liberty. You know, domination of possession, that desire to get the ball down and play, and then the ability to have the cutting edge to to put sides away given the chance. So yeah, I thought that was really good and. Uh, and then they've carried it over into a, you know, I thought it was a good performance at Wigan the other night, even though yeah. you know it was only a point rather than three against QPR. Um, as always, as it has been all season, really, no one's really had, no one had particularly had a bad game, no. did they? <coughs> I think one of the most encouraging things about what we've seen so far is that everyone is contributing, yeah, or, or has made a contribution at some point. Um, you know, you look at guys like. You know, like we mentioned Matt Grimes previously. You know the way that he and Kyle Norton were moved back into full-back positions on Saturday, but were encouraged to tuck in to help the midfield because obviously they've, they've played quite well in, together in midfield. So <coughs> yeah, it's just it's giving it's giving Graham Potter a bit of flexibility. Um, the versatility of some of those players is is helping to create some competition and because you know his selections change. So often that it's it's keeping everyone on their toes pretty much. So um, yeah, you know, I mean, uh, I you know, we can't guess what he's going to do, and I can't, I can't imagine the players can either. Well, yeah, McBurney said that, didn't he? In his um, when he spoke to him after uh, after Wigan. But a word on Courtney Baker Richardson, confident, confident guy, <coughs> very confident guy. Yeah, um, you know, I think after what happened to him at Millwall, you know, he admitted he had some sleepless nights. And given he'd waited for that opportunity, you know, he could end up wondering, well, when's he going to come again? You know, I've been sent off after five minutes, poor challenge. Is that it for me? You know, first chance to put him back in, Graham Potter has. And, you know, you have to say, you know, the finish for the goal was lovely. You know, a really good knockdown by McBurney, good finish. And, I mean, the only criticism you'd have, really, is that he should have had more than than just the one, really. So, um, again, like we talked about flexibility, but McBurney, you know, with more withdrawn role, Another different position for him, and that's the third one he's played in this season. Yeah. 
and it's it's just offering different options. And you know, it's it's got to be keeping the opposition awake at night. I would think because it's very hard. I'd say it's very hard to analyse and second guess how Swansea are going to line up against you. But yeah, he's definitely definitely a confident lad. As Potter himself said, he's not the shy and retiring type, and that does come across when you speak to him. But you know, there's nothing there's nothing wrong with players having confidence. You know, I mean, I remember when Jan Dander scored. You know, the winner of Sheffield United on the opening day of the season and he was talking post-match about his long-term goal being, you know, he wants to play for England, he wants to play in the World <coughs> Cup and, you know, you know, some people might say, well, don't get too ahead of yourself but why not have dreams, why not have aspirations that you want to chase because, you know, as long as you've got targets to chase, it's something to keep you motivated, isn't it? So, uh, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it was, you know, QPR poor but it was good to, good to see Rangel, wasn't it? it, it although strange in a, in a in a different colour shirt. Yeah, it's always good to see Rangel. You know, I think you know supporters know we're a tremendous servant. He's been to the club, and beyond that, he is he's just a really good bloke. You know, it's not just about football. He's a good person. Um, very strange to see him lining up against Swansea, but you know, he got got the reception he deserved. Showed as well that he's more than capable of playing regularly in the Championship, which you know, I don't think anyone. Had any doubts over really, uh, and you know, great year is he was uh, having his name chanted by the home fans over the last five minutes. Which you know, okay, when you side a three nil up, <laughs> that's quite an easy thing to do, isn't it? But I just thought it was it was richly deserved. You don't hear away players have that sort of um, that sort of reception from a home crowd. So that was, that was really nice to see and, and richly deserved by a true Swansea, uh, true, true Swansea great. Um. Let's move on to Wigan then. Potter keeps us getting with these <laughs> with these team sheets. Um, I mean, let's talk the keeper situation. Um, Mulder dropped to the bench and um, and Northvelt, uh given the gloves. Um, I as I said to you earlier, I don't particularly agree with this sort of rotation of goalkeepers. What's your What's your take on the situation? Yeah, I mean. I think a lot of people would agree with you there. I think your goalkeeper, you want someone who is reliable and you kind of want that stability of having the same guy there game after game. It's a little bit like your central defensive pairing, isn't it? You you kind of want that solidity, that reliability of players who are playing together mm-hmm. constantly. Um, so it, it was a real surprise. You know, I can remember looking at the team sheet and you, know, you look at the top of it and straight away it you know, stands out that... Mulder's on the bench and it's Nordfeld who starts and <clears throat> look there's an element of risk in that you know I mean Nordfeld had a few rather worrying moments with the ball at his feet on um, Tuesday night you know and it only takes one of those to fall to the wrong person and you know say Wigan score from one of them and they win then the manager's going to face a lot of criticism because you know you've dropped a guy who's kept five clean sheets in nine games and looked <coughs> pretty comfortable and assured all told and then you make the change and an error happens so you know you can call it judgment you can say there's a bit of fortune involved but those things are kind of rolling for Potter at the moment aren't they you know you look Nordfeld ends up making that that save from Will Grigg when it looks like all money that you know the Northern Ireland International is going to deny the Swans even a point so you know it, it all seems to sort of just about be working yeah. out doesn't it everything does and you know you can't <coughs> question that manager's got virtually everything spot on so far um, and I can understand the perhaps the rationale of trying to keep everyone happy in the squad and realising he's got two two good goalkeepers there. But Mulder just seems to be as if he's more suited to Swansea's and Potter's style 
of what he wants. Yeah, being I, better with the ball at his feet and I think, distribution. I, yeah, I think so. I mean, Mulder does make errors playing out from the back as well. Uh, normally, you, know, you do see occasionally if he tries tries to hit diagonals, he overclubs them a little bit. Yeah, <coughs> but in terms of the short passing out from the back, I always think he looks very, very composed doing that. You know, more so than Nordfeld does. Mm-hmm. But from Potter's point of view, I know maybe he looks at it and he thinks, well, you know, Nordfeld's only on the bench, really, because he picked up that injury against Preston. Yeah. So it's not like he's come out of the side because he was playing poorly. He came out of the side because he was injured. And if you think, well, you know, maybe I've got to be fair to him and I've got to give him the opportunity just to remind us of what he can do. I mean, Potter did say in his post-match press that he knows who is keeper would be for Saturday yeah. and my, I mean, my impression would be the Mulder would come back in Yeah. but again you know, you talk about keeping people on their toes I mean Mulder again Potter alluded to the fact that Mulder wasn't particularly happy when he was informed that he was on the bench as you can well you know you can well understand but in, again it, it's just keeping people on their toes isn't it like who I mean if you look to that side I, I'm, I'm doing this off the top of my head rather than having looked through any lists but to my knowledge I think I think I'm right. You're saying only Mike Van der Horn and Connor Roberts have played in every, have started every league game. Yeah, I think that's, I think you're probably right. Which you know, to, it, so that just shows yeah. that you know who's when they, when you train during a week, who can genuinely count on themselves starting on a weekend, and if not many people can, then that competition is going to hopefully keep driving things on and keep things improving because. Uh, you know, broadly speaking, things are heading in the right direction at the moment. It's difficult to, as going back to the point I made, <coughs> it's difficult, difficult to question when he's getting everything, everything right. And <laughs> I suppose you know, he is the, he is the manager. I mean, there will come a time when you get something wrong. <laughs> you know, it, it happens to everyone. Everyone. I mean, oh, he do. says it himself, doesn't he? Yeah, everyone well make, everyone make, <laughs> everyone makes mistakes, and you just have to, you have to learn from them. But you know, at the moment. They've been competitive everywhere with any, with every different combination they fielded. Moving on from the keeper situation, but it's kind of uh, sort of ties in the the general playing style, especially. I was watching the game against against Wigan. There was some real uh, more well more encouraging signs. Really, they just seem to be putting together passages of play that really does sort of hark back to yeah. you know time under. Loudrup and, and, and Rogers, you know, decent ball retention. It seems to be that it seems to be. Um, what can I say? Really, there seems to be an identity developing with yeah. each week and each passing game. Yeah, I think every game that goes by, every week that goes by, you can see the improvement. Um, you know, I thought, I thought the statistics sort of told their own story the other night. Really, I mean, sixty percent of possession. 17 attempts on goal, five on target. I think it was something like, I think I'm right in saying that Swansea completed more passes than Wigan attempted. <clears throat> Which is, you know, yeah. you think back to Rogers' teams in particular. Yeah. You know, those statistics would be broadly similar to that. You know, yeah, they kept, the same story, that, isn't it? Yeah, kept possession but had the ability to cause problems. And, you know, we, we talk about the lack of goals, but I mean, I, I thought Swansea probably created as many good situations the other night as they have in any game this mm. season. And they just lacked, just lacked the finishing touch. You know, Connor Roberts probably feel he could have done better with the one in the first half, where Fulton played a nice reverse ball into him. You know, Mackay really should have done better um, after McBurney. Yeah, the one. You know, and, and Olsen's in stoppage time. You know, I know there's a lot of bodies around, but 
there wasn't much conviction in that finish really when you know you're eight yards out and you get a chance to win it. So again, hopefully that the bit more ruthless edge comes in time. But I just think every at the moment, every time you watch Swansea, you just feel it's it's going in the right direction. And you know, obviously they got another home game this weekend and it'll be a chance to really send themselves off into the international break on a high. Yeah. They um Potter had something um, nice words to say about Tom Carroll before the game, saying that he sort of rebuilding his own confidence yeah. that had eroded under the previous previous regimes and, and how relegation had affected him. It was then just quite uh, well gutting for him really that he went off yeah. with an injury at half time. Yeah, I felt quite sorry for him really. Um, I thought he played really well against QPR. In a different role, that was sort of almost like a four-one-four-one formation, and he was the deep midfielder, <coughs> which was a heck of a lot of responsibility on his shoulders then, because you're the one who's got to dictate play. And I thought he did that really well. And you know, okay, it was it was more of a four-two-three-one the other night, but again, busy on the ball, crisp passing, one-touch passing. You know, not perfect. You know, by any means. You know, but yeah. sometimes he, some. The only thing I think sometimes with Tom Carroll is. His first instinct is sometimes to turn back when actually he's, if he if he assesses what's around him, he's actually got time to turn and go upfield. Um, you know, and fifty fifty tackles in maybe not maybe not his strong not point. Strong point but in terms of that ability to set some tempo, you can see what he brings. And you know, look, he's gotta play like that because when Matt Grimes had a similar role while Carl was out with a hip injury, Grimes played particularly well. So again, okay, you know, okay, Tom Carroll's played in the Premier League for however long, but he's not guaranteed anything. So when he has the chance, he's got to play well, um, and he has been. And I think it's a it's a pity for him because a guy who's you know had so much criticism, and you know should be said from us as well. You know, we you know he really struggled last season. He looked just devoid, just completely devoid of confidence. It's nice to see him taking some steps in the right direction and just a pity that that process has been sort of briefly halted by injury. I mean, we, we don't know for sure if he'll be out at the weekend, yeah. but the indications certainly seem to be that we won't see him until after the international break. I th- yeah, I think a, 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 probably a, well, no medical expert, but I suppose a groin injury you will be likely to rule him out for the weekend and maybe this international break is like the last one, perhaps come at the right time so they can recharge batteries. This, the squad isn't exactly the biggest. Um Barry Mackay, um, he got some criticism um, from certain sections of the fan base on on uh, on Tuesday evening. Um, hasn't really sort of, apart from impressing, I think against Sheffield United, hasn't really sort of nailed down a starting spot. We 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 spoke, I think, last week about the wingers and yeah. the, the the area of the, the team that perhaps Potter has still got question marks over. Um, do you think he retains his place at the weekend, or do you think maybe, I suppose, possibly, most probably, keep us guessing again? I thought. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. There's a, there's, 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 no, there's, no, there's, no, there's no point trying predict, predicted lineups to Graham Potter in charge. So I, very hard to say. I mean, I, the thing I find almost intriguing about him is that he's clearly talented. He's clearly got some skill as a player. Yeah. I mean, you look at that Sheffield United performance against Preston as well. And even little moments in the game Tuesday, you know, just little passes, little flicks that come off. There's clearly talent there, but he just appears to sort of drift through games. You know, it's like they pass him by a little bit. And to me, you look at Connor Roberts, who is 
not a winger by trade, playing on the other flank, you know, Connor sort of makes things happen through his own will, through his own energy. <laughs> you know, he makes the effort to get up and down, up and down, and it's that energy and that willingness to always run and work that puts him into positions where he can make an impact. Mackay's very different. Mackay seems to sort of flit around a little bit almost, and then the lights seem to switch on when something might, you know, there might be an opportunity to for him to do something. And I just feel that he just needs to do more without the ball. Really, he just needs to work a little. It's easy to say work a little bit harder. I don't mean it quite as brutally as that, but but show a bit more for the ball. Yeah, and just well. Just follow Connor's example a little bit, really. You know, just look to get involved, make those runs. Okay, you won't always get the ball, but if you looked at Connor the other night, the number of runs he made, either going out wide or from outside to inside, which is where his chance came from Fulton's pass, you know, that work rate is what allows you the opportunity to impact the game. I just think if Mackay followed a bit of that, mm. He might have more opportunity to show us what he can do. It, it just kind of feels like it, it it passes him by a little bit at times, and you know he's he's gonna have to keep he's gonna have to find a way around it because you know he's got Connor not a winger by trade playing well on the right. Byers has played on the left again not a winger by trade, but has done well when played there. You've got you know Montero will come back in due course, and if they can get him fit enough to start, then you know might he be first choice? So. He's 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 got a bit of work to do, but it, it's just a bit frustrating that someone who can clearly produce high quality moments just doesn't really appear able to definitively put his stamp on a game. You know, I saw he was uh, ruled out of the last two games, wasn't he, through injury at yeah. the under twenty three? Yeah. Is there any indication of when he's going? to Well, we've got well, obviously we've got a press conference at Graham Potter this afternoon, so I mean, hopefully uh, on Thursday afternoon, so hopefully we'll have an indication then. You know, obviously he wasn't on the bench the other night. And to be honest, if there's any worry about him, I wouldn't expect him to be risked, given there's an international break yeah. for him to complete his recovery. And obviously, you know, Nathan Dyer and Woodroutledge are available if Potter wants to call on them, uh, as is Dan James. So I don't think they'll take any risks with him, um, maybe until after the international break. But we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Um, well, I said it, it was switching now on the weekend. I was going to ask you to try and predict who's going who's to play. <laughs> Pretty difficult. Um, do you think Mulder will come back in? My gut instinct says he will, which probably means he won't. <laughs> <coughs> yeah, I think so. Um, I think the interesting thing would be if Carroll is ruled out. There's a decision there. Uh, you know, uh, Leroy first come off the bench the last couple of games. Yeah, is he considered fit enough to start? Or again, do you think do you err on the side of caution and say, well, let's have Leroy absolutely fit and firing after the international break? So do you move Matt Grimes back to be that sort of that link man, if you like? And does that mean Martin Olsen plays at left back? Um, you know, George Byers and Nathan Dyer had been in the matchday squad and involved in the previous three games. They weren't anywhere to be seen on Tuesday. Do they come back in? Um, you know, does he give Joe Roden a rest and put Carter Vickers back in? So yeah, I mean, yeah, this is. There's any number of... You're basically saying, yeah, I've got a clue. Yeah, I've got a clue. Yeah, yeah. That's it's about par for the course. Really, it is isn't about it? par for the course, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Um, well, we'll have to wait and see, I suppose. I mean, we'll have the, the latest from um, from Potter after his press conference, as he said, there on Thursday afternoon. And um, we'll be back um, next week 
I said there'll be a international break. Yep. But I'm sure we'll do some sort of uh, inquest into the to the the game against the Tractor Boys. Um, yeah, I mean, it'd be great to think if Swansea could get a win, you know, quite yeah. feasibly. I think it'd be likely they'll be in the playoff places at the second international break, which would be no mean feat, really. A tremendous achievement, yeah. Okay, um, just to let you know, so you can always get your Swansea City news on Wales Online um, at Swansea City Live on Twitter, and just search Swansea City on Facebook. And we'll be back next week. Cheers.